Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to a new episode of Questions and Answers. My name is Vincenzo Toscano. Thank you for being here. I appreciate everybody for tuning on today. So as we do every Tuesday, we do these questions and answers here at the Commerce Lab podcast. It basically, this is a session for everybody tuning in for the first time where we answer all your questions in live. And also we make sure that if you send any questions during the last week or so to our team, we also call them so then you can see basically the answers on the recording that we redistribute through all our channels, usually YouTube, podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you know, the whole year, right? So yes, before we start with today's session, I want to remind you as I do on every single episode that uh, to check out the episode we just dropped yesterday uh, with Adam Schaffer. Actually, we're speaking around the Amazon industry, basically some tips around how you can find products to, to, to launch on Amazon, basically around the whole opportunity uh, of the business model of selling on Amazon. So definitely check it out. It's a very good episode for everybody that just getting started into the Amazon space. Now, uh, before we also start jumping into the questions of today, I want to make a few announcements just in case anybody is interested. So for everybody that's going to be here in the UK around October, to be specifically the 20th October, there's going to be happening an Amazon event here in UK, specifically Brighton. Uh, this event is called AmaFest, uh, actually AmaFest UK to be specific. I'm going to be a speaker there. I'm going to be speaking around some of the strategies you should be implemented to scale and grow your uh, brand on Amazon. Uh, so if you are interested, check it out. I'm actually going to be putting the website very quickly on screen is amafestuk.com. It's going to be in Brighton. So very interested and excited to, to be there and, and be speaking around those strategies there with you guys. So check them out. And if you want um, some kind of, uh, you've had any questions around the venue, how to get there, the event, uh, the speakers, anything, just let me know. Happy to answer that on my team as well, okay? Awesome. So. Another thing I also wanted to touch today, because remember, guys, these sessions is questions and answers. But again, I also want to keep it very dynamic, right? I don't want to uh, be always uh, just following the same structure every single week. I also want to make sure I add extra value in terms of comments, news, things happening in the space, and also to give you updates about things that I think can be beneficial for you and for your Amazon business, right? So I think the first thing I want to be touching is uh, last week I was actually uh, invited to an event for Walmart, a Walmart a, a actually summit here in the UK, which is actually the first event they're doing outside of the USA to promote um, basically um, other sellers and brands from outside of Walmart to jump into the platform. So the reason why I wanted to touch that today is because I was very, I mean, I was surprised by the amount of potential Walmart has. I mean, all, all the things they're bringing to the platform, 
different tools when it comes to advertising. Uh, basically, all the figures around Walmart itself. I actually shared some of them in my LinkedIn and social media. I don't remember from the top of my head, but I mean, just the just all the metrics they were sharing with us in terms of how integrated they are with, uh, with the American community, right? Um, how strong their branding is. Uh, I think for sure it's a must if you have a brand already selling on Amazon USA and you want to explore other venues when it comes to keep expanding your Amazon business. Because I don't know the day, I mean, what is the worst thing that can happen? You create your listings, you create your account of Walmart, doesn't sell, okay. So that's part of business, right? You keep trying, you keep adapting, and that's part of being an entrepreneur, right? So I would say for sure, if you're selling Amazon USA, and you also have some proven uh, track record for your brand, for sure. I mean, remember guys, the Walmart is being very, um, has a very strong filter in terms of the, the brands they want to accept on the platform because for sure they don't want to accept somebody that doesn't have a proven record when it comes to handle inventory um, and they haven't been selling for a very long time. They don't have a physical presence in the United States. They don't have triple logistics, things like that. So realistically, this is more from medium to larger sellers, but still, I wanted to put this out there because I know a lot of people keep saying, okay, Walmart is not never going to surpass Amazon. Walmart is not really that special and so on because realistically, people also don't want to make the jump from Amazon to Walmart. It's like Amazon is always being or a or most place to be when it comes to e-commerce, but definitely something you guys should be exploring. I mean, it's growing very fast when when I was having a look at the figures and the growth they're having is in is is. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so definitely check her out. If if you actually need um if you have any specific questions when it comes to the technical uh, things of applying and, and everything has to do with Roman, let me know because I have a lot of notes and things that are actually gonna be doing um um an episode specifically on Walmart to give you tips around how you, how you should be applying things that you should be considering the specific criteria. As I just mentioned that there is definitely some criteria. Uh, so you can take that into consideration if that's something you wanna uh, pursue for you know, Amazon USA, sorry, your USA self things when it comes to your brand and um, selling online there in, in USA, right? Awesome. So that was the first thing. Um, the second thing I wanted to quickly touch is Amazon Prime. So we all know Amazon Prime is being confirmed already. So it's going to be on July, the 12th and 13th of July. So I quickly want, wanted to touch on some of the uh, tips um, and advice um, and strategies, high level for sure, when it comes to how you can get ready for a um, Amazon Prime day and things that you should be considering so you, you can take the most out of that day and, and make sure you can for sure sell a lot of units, right? So the... I have actually some tips written here. So I'm going to be touching them a briefing all of these points. And then after this, we're going to jump straight away into the questions that I know I have waiting and I'm going to make sure I answer them for you guys. So the first thing for sure, guys, is make sure you have enough inventory stock. I mean, this is a, it's a, it's a thing that it sounds so simple, right? But I can't tell you how many times people don't get enough inventories at Amazon. Then Prime Day comes, they don't have enough units, they go out of stock, and then they actually even provide a worse a snowball effect when it comes to performance after Prime Day because then you go out of stock for a long a period of time because you didn't plan in advance the extra jump in sales that sometimes can be three, four times more than normal. And then you're going to go out of stock 
for longer period of time that you anticipated and with everything that's happening with logistics um, supply chain and so on if you don't take that into consideration that can actually be harmful for you so make sure you have enough inventory in place to avoid this uh, from happening to you so that's the inventory side of things and the second thing i think that is so important which actually go hand by hand with having enough inventory on amazon is make sure you also have a fbm offering on your listing right so what happens is that when amazon prime day is approaching you see how so many people sending tons of inventory to Amazon, right? Everybody's getting ready for it. So it may happen that your inventory is not gonna be received on time. In fact, I usually say you should be having inventory on Amazon maximum by this week. I mean, this is the latest, realistically, because if you're already sending next week, guys, you're a, li a little bit late because Amazon sometimes doesn't process the inventory in time. And with everything that I just mentioned, it might be that they don't process it uh, just uh, for those two days where Amazon Prime Day is gonna be active. So that's the, the the thing, right? So that's why you want to have FBN offering. What does it mean having FBN offering? So make sure you get in partnership with a 3PL. It can be in the country that you're selling. In this case, USA, UK, Germany, whichever is the country you're selling. If you actually need advice, uh, finding a 3PLs, let me know. We have great partners in, in that space and we can help you with that. But yes, make sure you have 3PLs and basically make sure you have inventory with Amazon, but you also have inventory within your 3PLs and you have a FBM offering. So the reason why you wanna do that is because let's say you don't wanna send a ton amount of inventory with Amazon because you don't know realistically how Amazon Prime can be for your product, maybe because you don't have history in terms of Amazon Prime Day before because you just launched the product, let's say in November, December, or you, you just have no expectations on how many units you might be booming around Amazon Prime Day. So realistically, you don't know if you should be sending a whole container or not to Amazon, right? So to, to avoid overstocking your Amazon FBA um, warehousing and then overpaying on, on on storage fees because then you didn't sell all that inventory Se uh, send enough inventory that you know based on your sales history that makes sense and then keep also a inventory set of amazon with a with an fbn offering so that is gonna uh, basically save you from the issue of going out of stock because as soon as your fba offering which is your inventory on amazon get out of stock then your fbm offering which is the inventory side of amazon is going to kick in right so basically this is like a i would say like an insurance right to avoid a uh, going out of stock and make sure you keep generating sales and avoid your basically the whole uh, the things that we already know happen to your listing where you got out of stock your positioning organic ranking and so on right so i think the next thing that you should be uh, exploring is make sure that within your brand and this happened a lot uh, sometimes we work with brand that they have skews in a uh, that are, they are not working anymore right they are not profitable anymore or there are variations that they're not selling as good as they used to specific color specific size so on so make sure you take full advantage of prime day to liquidate this right because remember when you're trying to liquidate a product and, and you need to pay for advertising to liquidate it and actually try to not lose even more money of what you're already losing because it's not selling. It's difficult to do that on a normal day. But remember that during Prime Day, you're getting extra traffic, right? So that means realistically, you don't need to push that product as hard as you should to liquidate it because people is already looking for discounts. It's already, is is much more traffic than normal. So it's gonna be easier for you to get rid of something that is not selling as it should, right? So make sure you become very aggressive on that, um, those units, like drop the price, 
maybe to the cost. Uh, so 50% off, 40% off, just to the point that realistically you're not going to lose any money. But you, if you do, you lose very money and actually it's, it's better uh, to sell it at that price that keep it having that inventory and not selling the long time, right? So explore that um, and don't be afraid to, to do that with the inventory that's not moving and, and the products are not selling. I think the other thing, explore using coupons, guys. So uh, I know some a lot of you were asking me, what happened if I didn't have time to submit my uh, Prime Day uh, offer? So I think the deadline, if I'm not mistaken, was 29th of April. So if you didn't submit your application and your offers by then, basically you, uh, you were not going to be considered by uh, Amazon Prime Day. But still, that that's not... Uh, I mean, for sure, it's a huge deal if if you if you have a, a big brand that is, is moving tons of, of units and Amazon Prime Day in the past is very important because if you didn't do it, then you're going to be wasting those two days that realistically been working for you in the past. But if you're basically just getting started um, and for you, realistically, it doesn't make sense and you don't even have the inventory to move. Uh, during those days, just add a single coupon. So add a coupon, maybe 10%, 50% off, because sometimes, uh, and I tell you this for, from experience, a lot of times, even myself, when I was a, a shopper a long time ago, when I didn't know a lot about Amazon, I thought that just when you go on Amazon Prime, everything was on sale, right? You Realistically, some people don't even use the Amazon Prime uh, they stop directly just look for the product they usually want to buy and just by seeing a coupon they assume it's a coupon from prime day so therefore also make sure you use coupons because we have found that using coupons on prime day realistically uh, improve a lot of sales if the product is right for sure and it's been converting well in before prime day yeah. Um, I think the last thing which is super important, and I think my final advice is make sure you optimize your listing as much as possible. So make sure there is no gaps in when it comes to the title, the bullet points, description, search terms, make sure you're indexing for everything, make sure that you have the highest uh, basically control of search volume of your niche. Um, the reason why you want to do that is because if you're going to be receiving a huge jump in sales, you want to take advantage of that jump, right? So you want to make sure that that jump in sales that you receive actually is going to contribute to what we call the organic positioning and the history and the BSR of the product, right? So if you have your listing fully optimized, when that happens, you're going to get extra juice on those key keywords for your product that's super important to make sure that the product uh, keeps selling consistently in the long term right and i think uh, finally images so images usually the main image for sure you you cannot do a uh, change it or put anything there but explore with second or third image maybe do an image that is specific for prime day right so uh, maybe a uh, change the design of it, uh, try to play with the image, the wording that you use, uh, things like that. Because sometimes if you customize your listing just for Prime Day, just for um, a specific short period of time, that can also help with conversions, okay? So that's everything when it comes to Prime Day. I know it was a, a little bit high level. Um, it can go much, much deeper than that. I just want to make sure I have enough time to also uh, answer some of your questions. But if you want me to explain anything in more depth, feel free to send me an email or somebody from my team. I will be more than happy to answer that for you so we can provide you advice uh, to get ready for Amazon Prime. Okay, awesome. So now I'm going to start bringing some of the questions uh, we uh, had accumulated over the last week. 
um, and then for sure if somebody also want to ask me something live i'm gonna be covering that as well and prioritizing it okay awesome so let's bring the first question um so i think the first question is what are the average conversion rates for a listing on amazon so um, conversion rates uh, for people that not, don't know and how you can have a look at this, usually you're gonna uh, find your conversion rates on your business re report on Amazon. So in there you can see your total amount of sessions and then you can see your uh, conversion rate of those sessions. So realistically a good listing should be converting all is higher than 10%. And on average, you wanna have all is around 15%. So that means if your uh, conversion rate is under 10 percent uh, most likely you're having an issue with your listing so make sure you explore if you have the listing well written uh, maybe you're not mentioning some specific features that should be mentioning and realistically realistically some of the biggest jumps we see in conversion rates always are brought by the image so play with the main image try to change the image in terms of the angle the lighting the size of the product that's something super important the size sometimes people leave so many empty space around the image and they just put the, the product in the middle make sure you take the full space of the image because if your image uh, we have found looks bigger on page one compared to other that also has a high post in the past with conversion so explore those things and if the product is right and 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 you're selling something that definite people is looking for and you combine it with the right optimization and the right images you should be seeing a jump in conversion rates uh, how can I know which variation color uh, launch to launch first? When it comes to variations and colors, um, yes, this one can be sometimes tricky because uh, sometimes uh, we work with clients that they sell different colors, different sizes, different designs, you know, the di different, different, uh, different variations overall of a product. And when they want to launch a new lineup or a new product, it's tricky for them to prioritize which ones should have more inventory, which one we should push the hardest when it comes to PPC, all of that. So usually what I like to do is I like to explore my competition and see um, within the history which color or variation is selling the most. So you can do this by estimation, right? So what, what you can do is, for example, you can go to a competitor listing and you can uh, see the reviews and you can see which variation has the highest uh, amounts of reviews. So then for example, if a listing has 1000 reviews and for example, 400 are just for the green color, you know by, by estimation that the green one is the one that has sold the most. So that's one way to do it. The second way to do it is by doing keyword research, right? If you do keyword research, let's say around water bottle um, and you find that usually on the long tail keywords, the green, keyword keeps coming as a long tail keyword so green water bottle um for example if you do and uh, you compare the search volume with long tails that include colors or the variations on the keyword you see that one specific variation keeps having higher volume that usually is also an indication that people has more demand and specific interest on that kind of variation okay so combine those things and you should be able to understand which variation makes more sense to launch first uh, for your business right Can we still use product inserts? Uh, yes or not? I mean, the product inserts, to be honest, uh, have become very limited in terms of what you can do because what happens with the product inserts is that most people that were using the product inserts, what they were doing is that they, they were using that usually uh, to provide a free unit uh, doing the rebate method or they were asking for positive reviews. 
um, usually was always breaking the TOS, right? So what I would advise you to do to make sure that you don't get the um, you don't get any, any trouble with Amazon is make sure that your inserts, if you want to add them, realistically add value to the customer. And you're not playing around just to get a review or the information. So it can be maybe some a something to do with warranty that some in some pros realistically makes sense. I mean, I have seen warranty being added to things such as like a cup. Sometimes it's just a way for them to get information, but some pros realistically makes sense to add a warranty. It can be something that really adds value, maybe like a like a digital asset, uh, a book. Um, maybe some kind of registration to activate a service within the product. Those things realistically make sense to add in an insert. And actually, if you want ideas around product inserts, you can go to Helium 10 to portals, and they actually have a section for insert cards, and you can design insert cards, and, and they all, all, always make sure that the wording and, and the type of insert cards you can use actually are is specifically within the TOS and you can use their templates. So you can do things that are uh, examples like I just mentioned that add value to the customers. And then they actually allow you to generate a QR code, a QR code that you can then connect to a landing page. And from there, you can do whatever you want to add value to the customer. So if you want to make sure that you're not breaking any rule, make sure you go to Helium 10, you sign up for the actually is already included, it's called Portal, the tool. And within that tool, you're gonna have a, something that is for insert cards and you can use those templates. And those are within the TOS and you can use for your products, okay? Regardless of my bits, I don't show on page one, why? So yeah, this one most likely should be because, I mean, there are different issues. So the first one usually is bit, right? So if if you don't show on page one, most likely are bits. So the first thing that you should actually understand to make the troubleshooting easier for you is that if you find that regardless of increasing bits, 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 you don't get, get a single impression, sometimes it's an indexation optimization issue, right? So if you start increasing the bits and you see impressions coming in and clicks coming in, into to the campaign but when you go to the placement segmentation your your traffic is not coming from top of the placement and you see product pages or rest of the search most likely your bits are not high enough for you to be placed on page one either at the middle or top of the placement right so that's the first thing so keep increasing bits until you see yourself there the second thing is that if you don't see any kind of activity in the campaign regardless of your keyword a bid most likely it's an indexation optimization. So how do you fix that? Make sure you have that keyword integrated in your listing, updated, usually wait 10, 15 minutes, then run a keyword indexation uh, check on your listing. You can have that in Helium 10 and other tools out there. And once you find that the keyword is indexing for your listing, you should try again to make a campaign for that specific keyword and see if it start a generating traffic for you so sometimes after doing that it should work if it doesn't sometimes it's also because a category issue if you do the optimization and everything and you're still not showing make sure you're in the right category because for example if you are setting a, a let's say a water bottle product should be on the sports category and you have it on the pets or baby category sometimes the indexation doesn't relate and doesn't give relevancy to the keywords you're advertising and doesn't allow you to show so after you check all that, you should be able to fix the issue you're having of not showing a picture. 
how to price my product on Amazon. So when it comes to pricing your pro, uh, your product on Amazon, make sure you analyze what the competition is doing. And this is super key. Uh, I see a lot of times happening the fact that they want to sell this cup, right? And they say this cup is made of uh, diamonds or rocks that come from the from the moon. They are made by aliens, whatever is you know the typical story they want to sell you. And they say, okay, I want to sell this cup for $40 and then you go to Amazon and the most expensive is $8, right? So even if you want to sell me all the story around a specific uh, product, the material and everything, we need to understand that Amazon, especially lately, is becoming very price sensitive, right? But everything that is happening worldwide, people is becoming more price sensitive uh, and people most of the time, remember, they go to Amazon also to save. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have seen people in the shop, they see a price on the shop. They say, you know what? Let me check it on Amazon to see if it's cheaper and I can get it with Prime. So if you're not focusing on price, you're going to struggle. Uh, so how you find out what is the right pricing? Make sure you analyze uh, your specific niche. You use a tool to find the average pricing. Once you find the average pricing, you find what are the brackets in terms of price windows that you can jump in because realistically, you're going to find you have the cheapest prices, you have the medium prices, and you have the luxury prices. So you want to see, okay, I want to be a luxury product within this niche. What is realistically the price bandwidth on the luxury? Because maybe, as I say, the example is $8 and we are talking about the medium price, but maybe the luxury cups maximum is $15. So how you want to sell then a cup for $40? if the most luxury cup is $15. So take that into consideration and do that before launching any kind of product on Amazon because it's, it's a huge mistake to think that because you can see a value in your product, which is great, you have the assumption that people will see it as well. So don't think that people is going to have the same perception of value on a product just because you can see it because sometimes you can be wrong and then it's going to be super difficult for you to... Uh, to try to compete on Amazon because of the things just mentioned. How to claim refund for lost inventory by Amazon. So yeah, for this one, I can recommend you a, an amazing a partner for that. So the best ones out there for sure are Getida. Uh, Eva, both of them are amazing when it comes to recording. So feel free to, to find those links in my description. Uh, and they actually allow you, help you do that automatically. You connect your account and they help you get all the refunds and everything on, on your behalf. Um, but if you want to do it yourself, it's also possible. Usually the best way, if you have lost inventory from a shipment, usually when you send inventory to Amazon, after the, the case is closed in terms of the uh, the shipment being closed and, and confirmed, it's going to, uh, if the system identifies any discrepancy within the system, like you send 1,000 units and the discrepancy is 800, like 200 units off, they're going to allow you to basically raise a case. So they're going to allow you to raise a case. Most likely, they're going to ask you a confirmation of how many units were sent from your warehouse or your manufacturer. They're going to ask you for pictures, some proofs. But most of the time, they're going to be able to refund you. And usually, they refund you to the medium price based on the history of your account of what is the cost of that product. Um, yes, that's how you do it. And, and sometimes it, people like it because I, I have found clients that sometimes when they get lost inventory, they make, they make more money from the refunds. They're actually trying to sell it themselves because of the high cost sometimes on of PPC in some instances. So yeah, so definitely check it out and check those partners I just mentioned, Getida and Eva. Amazing for when it comes to um, reimbursements on Amazon.
Awesome. How to make sure you're getting the right price in Alibaba? Yes. Um, I mean, first thing, make sure you're uh, filtering your um, your suppliers as much as possible. So the first thing you need to make sure is that you're using trade assurance filters, verification filters, age filters. Make sure you're working with people who have a big volume in Alibaba, usually 1 million plus in volume US dollars. And then make sure they're super niche. So you want to work with people that specialize on something like just wood, just glass, just um, whatever is the material, plastic. You don't want to be working with somebody that you jump inside and it looks like a carnival, right? You see all the categories of the world, all the different products, all the different features, because most likely they're just they, they are basically a, a trade agent, right? They just buy from different factories and resell it to you. So then realistically, sometimes don't specialize on a niche. So if you want to specialize and make sure you find the best quality, you need to find the suppliers I just mentioned. Once you do all the filtering, the best thing to do find the right pricing is to basically uh, first compare multiple suppliers. So reach out to a lot of suppliers. Usually for a minimum, we reach out to at least 20 suppliers per product. Then we find the average pricing between all of them. And then we also compare outside uh, other platforms. So for example, uh, you can use a tool such as, actually tools, not websites, such as 1688, which is the Alibaba variant in China, and you can find what is the average price in there. It usually it's gonna be much cheaper, but still you wanna make sure that you understand what is the average price directly on China, because at the end of the day, for sure people in Alibaba needs to make money and that's totally fine. But at the same time, you wanna make sure they're not taking full advantage of you. I mean, if something in 16 is selling for $2 and they're selling to $2.50, $3, I mean, you understand there's some profit to be made there, but if they sixteen say two dollars and then they send it to you to ten dollars, they are definitely taking advantage. So make sure you always compare pricing for, from multiple sources to make sure uh, you're paying the right thing for your product. Um, awesome. So I think that should be everything for today, guys. So thank you uh, very much for joining me today. And thank you very much for sending all these questions. So um, actually I can see that uh, there are some questions pending, but I'm gonna make sure we record them on the next session. Uh, feel free to keep sending them. And if you need some urgent answer to your questions, because I know sometimes you cannot wait until I release uh, these things on a, a basically call your questions on, on the weekly session, reach out to me directly. I'm more than happy to answer them directly to you, okay? so. Finally, I also want to remind you all that um, remember that for all those that are interested, uh, we also are running now this session in Spanish on Thursdays, 5 p.m. GMT time. And remember that Wednesdays, we're also dropping new content. So tomorrow, actually, I'm going to be doing a live, but it's going to be in Spanish. I'm going to have a special guest. So if you want to join me, it's going to be like we're going to be live in 8 p.m. GMT time. I'm actually going to be announcing that next. And if you want to join me and speak Spanish as well, we're going to be talking about something uh, around product research strategies and how to find the right product to keep expanding your brand on Amazon. Okay, awesome. So if you like uh, the show and everything we just talked today, remember to like, share, and subscribe. So it allows you to keep reaching people like you. And remember that if you want to see these recordings, it's going to be redistributed across all our channels. So uh, as I already mentioned, all the social media channels, YouTube and all the podcast uh, channels. And also we are starting to release small uh, 
I think I believe it's one to minute videos. Uh, also, for example, in TikTok and Instagram, to for all those people that for sure cannot spend 10 minutes with us. If you wanna see just these highlights of sessions, we're also gonna be releasing those. So make sure to follow us on social media so you can get uh, your hands um, on that. Okay. And finally, guys, remember if you wanna have a free consultation, if you wanna see support from our team, if you want to grow your brand, feel free to book a free consultation with us, and we're gonna be more than happy to explore ways to to add value to your business okay thank you very much have an amazing week guys and take care bye bye thanks for listening to the e-commerce lab by ecomc be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen that will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it want more Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.